Hello, friends. Welcome to the Brand Is You podcast. My name is Robin Savage. I am a copywriter and brand creator, and I am here to change the way you think about branding. I am here to tell you that the niche is dead. And in fact, we're going to take this conversation way beyond what a niche is or how to best copyright or how to attract your soul client. We're actually going to talk about the heart the soul, the impact, the drive, the why, the how of a brand that doesn't only support you financially and get your truth and your voice out there and make you visible in your industry. We're also going to get deep about how to build a true brand that has a lasting impact, how to have service that doesn't only make ripples, but makes waves, how to dive in so deep to your vulnerable leadership that you attract people who are on the same mission as you. We're going to get transparent. We're going to get strategic. And most of all, we're going to get connected as we build a brand that is truly representative of who you are. Welcome to The Brand Is You. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Brand Is You podcast. Oh my gosh, that is my very first time ever saying that. And I am so excited to be here chatting with you about everything branding. And honestly, as you're going to learn in this podcast, everything you, because the brand is you, how you show up in your business, what you want to create for your business, the impact you want to have, the type of income you desire to make, how you want to be known, how you want people to perceive you, the lasting impression, the legacy, all of the ways you live your life come out in the brand that you build. And this is really essentially what we're going to be talking about here. You know, how your personal habits and your intentions as a human, how your relationships, communication, the way you dress and style yourself, the way that you express your words and articulate, how you move through the world is going to build your brand reputation over time. And a lot of people, I think, are really confused about what a brand even is. You know, we're really clear on what a business is. And so I wanted to take a minute right away just to break this down a little bit, okay? So the business is the product or service that is being sold, period. End of story, blank, that's it. It's the product or service being sold and that transaction that takes place that makes it a business transaction, right? Someone buys a t-shirt, someone buys a basketball, someone buys a course or program. That right there is the business, (laughs) y'all. That's the business transaction. The brand is literally everything else. It's the style, it's the color, it's the packaging, it's even the price. Okay, we'll find out as we move along through this podcast, that pricing strategy has a huge impact on your brand position in the industry, okay? So it's how your product is marketed. It's the languaging used, the slogan, the music, the mood, the feel, the vibration, the frequency, everything that exists outside of the product or service itself that creates the identity that personifies that product and service is the brand, So if you imagine two handbags and they're exactly the freaking same, like absolutely zero detail is different to the human eye 
then the thing that differentiates those two handbags is the story of where they came from, where they're made, who made them, why they're cool and desirable, the shelves that they're sitting on, the salespeople who are representing them. The price tag on the bag itself creates the exclusivity, the demand, right? That creates so much of what the bag stands for and what the bag means. So two identical bags with different brand strategies will wind up being consumed by two completely different people. So are you starting to understand how important the brand itself truly is? Mm -hmm. I bet you are. (laughs) So now that we know a little bit about the brand, building a personal brand where we're not necessarily selling things like handbags or basketballs or running shoes, but we're actually selling us, we're selling our services, we're selling our creative gifts, we're selling our medicine, we're selling our skills, right? We're selling who we are and what we know. Well, when we're turning the table to build these personal brands, that really have to endorse and share and express and show the world who we are and what we do, well, things get a little complicated. And here's why. It is really, really difficult to self-promote. Until you develop this skill, branding yourself feels like nails on a Freaking chalkboard for so many people because we can talk about handbags, my friends. We can talk about basketballs. We can talk about running shoes. We can talk about birds and pots and flowers and mugs and different types of kefir water and kombucha. And we can talk about anything. But when it comes to talking about us and what we do and how we do it and what makes us different and what makes us unique and what differentiates us from our competition and how great we are and how much of an expert we are, well, we shut the F down. It is uncomfortable to brand yourself. I get it. But the thing is, if you desire to be known in your industry for the thing that you were put here on this planet to do, then you have got to be willing to brand yourself. And I'm going to teach you how. Okay, I'm going to teach you how to do that week after week after week after week right here on the Brand Is You podcast. I'm also going to offer you ways to do that with me in deeper containers where you can work with me in my masterminds or you can work with me one-to-one and you can really start to brand yourself. But what I want you to know for now is that without that self-promotion piece, without being able to identify your unique selling points, without being able to know the weirdness that is you and, and learn how to brand it, then you are literally just selling another product on a shelf. And the reason that this probably isn't working for you right now is because we live in an oversaturated consumer society where we have literally access to everything we could ever desire and beyond with the click of a thumb. What this means for brands and what this means for personal brands specifically and you are the personal brand, so I'm talking to you. This is <laughs> key for you to understand is that because we can buy anything we want whenever we want on the internets, you have got 
to become an expert at what makes you and your product or your service valuable, desirable, and different from everyone else. And I'm going to just go ahead and say this. The fucking weirder you are, the more you you are, the more success you are going to find. Why? Because you are the only you. Okay, because the only thing that you have in this entire market, in the entire industry, in the whole entire universe that they don't have is you. And the more you learn to draw that out of yourself and bring it into your brand through your brand vocabulary, your expression, your articulation, your copy, your content, your music, your color palette, your overall style, your emails, the contribution that you're making to the world and how it's unique, the more you can identify that for yourself, the more success you're going to have and the more fun it is going to be for you. Okay, because you will stop trying to do it like everyone else and you will stop trying to copy other people's strategies and you will stop trying to fit yourself inside this little brand box and instead you're going to break free and you're going to feel entirely artistically, creatively expressed online and you're going to use your voice in a way that feels like you to sell the products and services that are also made and created by you, your purpose, your vision, you. Okay, so since we're really going to do this thing together, this podcast is going to be super educational and week after week, you're going to learn so much about branding itself and the skills to apply to your brand to see new results and to expand your visibility and reach in your industry and to grow your warm audience and get more hot leads and all of those things that inevitably lead to increased impact and greater income, which is typically desired by most. As you learn all these things, I really want you to know like why I'm sitting here. Okay, I want you to know why I'm sitting here and why me. So here's a little bit about myself. I am a newly 36-year-old woman. I have two girls, so I'm a working mom. My kids are six and four, and their names are Wave and Win. and you'll hear me talk about them pretty often because being a working mom is no fucking joke. So we deal with a lot of those things together here on that podcast as well. But my entrepreneurial journey started when I was, I think, 25. I quit my dream job as a lighting designer down in Vancouver in the city. I live in a small mountain town now, but I was a city girl then working in my literal dream design showroom. As a lighting designer, I was, you know, designing lighting for people's houses and corporate buildings. And I loved my work so much. But what I found as I got deeper and deeper down the career rabbit hole was that working for someone else just was never going to work for me. (laughs) I liked the freedom. I liked to have, you know, complete control over my schedule. And truthfully, now that I am a successful entrepreneur, you know, 11 years into my journey, I realized that something else that was really valuable to me then was not having a limit on what was available to me, you know, not having a limit on the amount of money I could make, not having a limit on how successful I could be in a certain job or role. I wanted to be able to take my career to whatever height and whatever level 
I wanted to rise to meet. And if that resonates with you and you're like, yeah, I, I want my success to be limitless. I want my brand to touch millions of people, then I feel you. And this is really one of the missions of this podcast and having these conversations with you is how can we actually create that vision? What are the processes I need to know? What do I need to integrate? What do I need to embody as an entrepreneur in order to break through those limitations, in order to exceed even my own expectations to experience like insane success and have insane impact? So those were some major drivers for me when I started this entrepreneurial journey. So I quit my job at the lighting design showroom. I moved to the mountain town and started my own business. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Hands up if you can relate to <laughs> that statement. And my lighting business quickly evolved and turned into a wedding planning company somehow. I mean, I could tell you the entire story, but basically what happened was I realized a gap in the market. This is when like string lights were really coming in, those like little cute bistro lights that you see everywhere. Well, they weren't everywhere then. And I saw them on Pinterest and I was like, hmm, I lived in Whistler at the time, which is a resort town. And there were tons of venues and tons of destination weddings. So I thought, you know, I'm going to buy a bunch of those string lights and I'm going to rent them out and I'll hang them at all of these venues for weddings. Well, then... I started talking to the brides and I started getting clients right away, like boom, 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 instant success, instant cash flow, instant clients. And when, as I started to meet with these brides and couples, I started to ask questions. Okay. What are you doing for your flowers? What's your color palette? Oh, where are you going to put the welcome sign? What's your table arrangement going to be? Where will you walk down the aisle? And as I started to ask these questions, I started to notice how little people knew. I started to notice that people needed help and I could learn how to help them. So I started to build offers, services around the needs that my clients had. Well, I could do that. I would say, okay, I, I can make the sign. I'm pretty artistic. I'll figure it out. I took a calligraphy course online, and honestly, I have really beautiful handwriting, so I just rocked it. <laughs> you bought a few chalk pens, bought a few frames, and I started my business this way, meeting the needs of clients and finding ways to serve them. So I started doing flowers. I started doing decor. I started planning full-blown weddings. One of my very first weddings was like 200-person Jewish wedding up at the very top of the mountain in Whistler at a, a remote venue where I was like the janitor and the electrician when the lights went out in the middle of the dance party and the wedding planner, you know, cueing everyone to walk down the aisles. I also did all the flowers. Like it was insane what I was doing back then just to grow, okay, just to learn. I was also charging like $0 working 24 hours a day. I really dove in. And I'm so glad that I did back then because I learned everything I needed to know about what to do and what not to do. So this wedding business really started to take off. A year or two in, you know, I had a really good number of weddings between like 10 and 20 weddings, those first kind of two years. And I was working as a waitress at the same time. And I think it was that third season that the weddings 
started to really intrude on my waitressing job and I started to say no to weddings because I was committed to this waitressing job and my husband was like, hey, there's this shift going on where maybe you start saying no to the waitressing job and start taking on more and more and more weddings. So as I started to book up with all these weddings, I waitressed less and my business continued to expand. And all of a sudden, I had sold out summers, you know, with weddings booked every single weekend. I mean, this happened fast. Like I've now sold that business, but I only owned it for about five years. So I scaled it super quickly. I became known in the industry with all of the other vendors. I created relationships. I networked the fuck out of myself and what I was doing. I took it really seriously and I I made a really solid effort. And it's not easy to break into a new industry. So if you've done that or if you're in the middle of that, then high fives to you, mad props, because it takes a lot of courage to do something new like that. And when I look back on myself now as a 25-year-old, who literally knew not a single thing about being a wedding planner. I'm like, dang, you were brave. That was some brave, brave shit because I don't think I would do that now, you know? So what I started to learn was like, hey, okay, I know how to sell weddings. Brides need wedding planners. Brides like flowers. These things are naturally going to happen. These services are in demand. So if I know that I've created a service that's in demand, if I know that people want this, then who do I want? And I started to flip the question to, I want people to want to work with me, to who do I want to work with? And this is when my very first experience of building a brand began. I had so much fun building this brand, you guys. I literally, I spent every single free second I had collecting images, building Pinterest boards, working on my Instagram, curating fonts, getting really clear on color palettes and really defining my soul client. So you'll hear me talk a lot here about soul clients and really in the branding world, what that is, is your target demographic. Who do you want to work with? Who is the one for you, that sole client, that dreamy person that's going to find you and be like, this is the one, this is the coach, this is the artist, this is the photographer, this is the writer, this is the business coach, this is the babysitter, this is is the one, she is the one, he is the one that I want to work with. And so I started to identify my sole client. And this journey was so rad because as I started to represent that sole client, by posting pictures that she would like, by sharing quotes that she would like, and by eliminating everything else, by not sharing, you know, the frilly, overly elegant, fancy, formal weddings, and instead really focusing on the rustic bohemian bride, the foliage and the cool bohemian long sleeve lace dresses and brides wearing hats and talking about freedom and going barefoot in the grass by really building a brand based on that bohemian vibe and that the soul and the woman who wanted that wedding for herself, I started to weed out the brides and the weddings and the clients that I no longer wanted to create. So I was no longer finding myself being booked for weddings inside ballrooms or big, fancy, frilly, thousand-person weddings with millions of crystals hanging from the ceilings and tight rose bouquets because that just wasn't me, right? That wasn't the expression of my work. So what was? 
And that's when I really started to build my very first brand. That wedding planning company was called Blue Violet Events. I sold it to like one of the loves of my life, Kaylee. You can still follow it on Instagram at Blue Violet Events. She's amazing. And that brand was such a thrill. It was such a joy to grow. Over time, I grew that brand. I actually created a sister brand for Blue Violet Events that was Blue Violet Floral and Design. So we got really into the decor. I grew both of these segments of the brand to six figures, sold them, and really started focusing on my coaching. I built an entire brand, eventually with a business partner, my business partner, Jack. You can follow us at This Is Femme on Instagram, This Is Femme underscore. And we do coaching together for female leaders. And we started to build this brand together and it was rebranded a couple times, grew it to a seven-figure brand while I've been working on my own brand, Robin Savage, which really allows me to work with you, other entrepreneurs who desire to build brands for themselves that represent who you are, what you want for yourself and what you want in the world. So as a copywriter, And creative brand director, my hope in having these combos with you is that you can take what I know and take this wisdom and extract it and apply it to your own brand and business, whether your goal is to create a business that you'll eventually sell, whether you're in the midst of scaling your brand or just turning your idea into the very beginning of a business, whether you are at this stage, you know, where you're 15, 20 years into your entrepreneurial journey and you're just looking for little refinements and things to make your business feel exciting again, I've got your back. And beyond having your back, I really want to expand you into this feeling of creativity, right? I want to put the paintbrush back in your hands so that you can continue to paint the vision of the life that you want. Because ultimately, knowing that the brand is you and you are the brand Who you are in your life is not only going to affect your business, but what your business and brand is for you is also going to impact you and the way that you live and the experience that you get to have in this lifetime. So I have been around the block a few times. I've built brands for myself, you know, multiple six-figure brands a seven-figure brand, another multiple six-figure brand. We are rocking and rolling over here with lots of experience, and I've helped hundreds of female entrepreneurs do the same. And I'm really excited to be having these chats with you. I'm really excited to be building a community with you. If any of you are tapped into your human design, I'm a Manny Jen 1-4, and so my strengths are collecting information and sharing it with the people. And that is exactly what we're going to do here on the Brand Is You podcast to build the brand of your dreams, to bring creativity, vibrancy, abundance, and connection into your brand and business so that you can have the experience as an entrepreneur that you came into this industry and role as a leader to have. So that's a wrap for the very first episode. 
episode of this podcast. If you could see me right now, I am dancing with my favorite cup with a huge smile on my face. I am so thrilled to be here with you. Stay tuned for new episodes of the Brand Is You podcast every Monday for education, inspiration, creative flow, prompts, conversations, and integrations for you to take deep into not only your brand, but also your personal life, because what you are going to find here is that they are both the same. You are the brand. The brand is you. If you enjoy this podcast already, if you have been in my community for some time, or if you're brand new here, I would love for you to rate this podcast and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And beyond that, it would mean so much to me if you would take a minute to share this on social media so that we can spread the word that the Brand Is You podcast is officially live. We are doing the dance. We are doing the thing. So let's get it out into the world so that we can all be building purpose-driven brands in in integrity with truth, connection, vulnerability at the forefront so that the impact and the ripple that businesses and brands are having in the world is all rooted in love, that it is rooted in goodness. That's what I want for this community. And that's what I want for you. So if you could share this on social media, on Instagram, you can tag me at Robin underscore Savage. That would be absolutely amazing. Stay tuned. We've got a free five-day Instagram course coming up on the podcast in December. There's going to be a huge giveaway associated with that. So you're going to want to keep coming back here week after week after week. Until then, I love you big time. Stay wild, be free, and get lit in your brand and in your life. I will see you so soon. Ciao.